This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> How pissed do you get about it? I'm not. I'm just. The, it's, the it's, joy, it's rude. The joy in my life comes from annoying others. I think that's clear to anybody that knows me. Will you turn that off? I can hear. Oh. That's yeah. Matt has the insufferable on in the other room. The World Baseball Classic. Okay. Yeah, the insufferable. It's a classic. What it's, I said. It's classic. They're playing it right now. It's already classic. Yeah. Well, it's that's awful. Awesome. It's sports. You know how I feel about that. Oh shit. Oh, did the sports not do what the sports was supposed to do? Oh, well, the sports, his sports is going to be sports. By the way, look at, they just showed Yadier Molina in the batter's box. And he has a sticker on the side of his nobody, helmet. Nobody cares, This Matt. is universal. No one cares. Like the Universal Studios, Universal logo, on the side of his helmet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord! So much advertising. I just, I tell Matt to pour me one drink, and he just thinks it's Rumcast 4.0. No, just, it's not. Well, you think it is. You asked for a drink. I did. If you go to, I, I asked for a drink, not to get laid okay. out. Well, well, no. Let me explain something to you. If Do you that, go to Matt. the casino, you expect to get cheap, watered down drinks. They're perfectly healthy. If you go to Prosino, you expect to get high end cocktails. The largest penis I have ever seen. I actually don't even know if you If you go to the corner dive bar. I was distracted by the largest penis I have ever seen. If you go to the dive bar. (laughs) God, I'm distracted. (laughs) You're the one that fed me rum. You can expect this for the whole episode now. You've had one sip. There's literally (laughs) a half inch. Half inch. um, You're drinking rum out of a mason jar. Yeah, well, it's mostly rum. A rum and coke out of a mason jar. A pint mason jar. There's just literally half an inch gone. You just can't hold your liquor. Any information that turned out to be so false and fake, (laughs) out. I think it's a disgrace. And I say that, and I say that. And that's something that Nazi Germany would have done and did do. I think it's a disgrace. That information that was false and fake and never happened. Never happened. released to the public. As far as BuzzFeed, which is a failing pile of garbage, <laughs> writing it, I think they're going to suffer the consequences. They already are. And as far as CNN going out of their way to build it up. And by the way, we just found out I was coming down. Michael Cohn. I was being... Michael Cohn is a very... A good part. It's Michael... Hey, wait a minute. He didn't leave. It turned out to be a different Michael Cohn. Mr. President-elect, Go ahead. Mr. President-elect, Go ahead. since you are attacking no, our news not organization, you, not can you. you give us a chance? Your organization You are attacking our news organization. Your organization Can you give us a chance to ask a question, sir? Go ahead. Sir, can Quiet. you state... Quiet. Mr. President-elect, Go ahead. can you state categorically... She's a question. Don't Mr. President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't be rude. You're attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. No, I'm not going to give you a question. I'm not going to give you a question. Can you state categorically... You are fake news. Sir, can you state categorically that nobody... No, Mr. President-elect, that's not... Uh, it's great. What were you saying? <laughs> I don't remember. G- uh oh. Gotta turn off the telegram from coming through the system. System of down. What's up, buddy? How you been? How you been? 
I'm great now that I've had three sips of rum. Yeah, because you're lightweight. This is my this is no, the no, third no. of the evening See, for me. For when me. did lightweight? Be, well, I know. Yeah, this is midway through the evening before you reach the bottom of the handle. Midway through the evening. But, it's eleven o'clock at night. This is my last one. What are you talking about? <laughs> so you're already, you've already tied one on. <clears throat> the lightweight. You say that like it's a bad thing, but uh-huh. really, no, to it, me, no, it is a good thing. It is a good. I thing. do the exact same thing that I do. Uh, I sound deep. Do I sound deep to you? No, you're <clears> not <throat> saying particularly anything important. No, I. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Oh, don't be rude. That's not what I want. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. I sound a little. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Oh, don't be rude. I'm playing with you. You're just adjusting the levels. Don't be rude. Until you sound the most like Trump. Don't be. (laughs) That's what you're doing right now. You're not trying to. Do I sound deep? No, it sounded huge. No, you sound huge and bigly. It sounded (laughs) bigly. That's right. Um. What was I saying? <laughs> Lightweight. No, no, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Okay, I do the same thing with I marijuana agree. that I do with 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 alcohol, and that is, I I taper my usage to the extreme light. Yeah. That way, I can drink this, and when I drink this, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll have my buzz. Mm. I'm not gonna puke on yeah. a policeman's crotch. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. kick a baby. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna have my drink, yeah. And then I'll... if you're the kind of person who would kick a baby drunk, you're probably the kind of person who would kick a baby sober. Well, you're probably the kind of person that shouldn't drink, you know, or just be around babies, <laughs> in particular. Um, no, I'm 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 good. And welcome, welcome to Matt's apartment, where the drinks are always stiff. <laughs> the weed is it's different than the wieners are, but always welcome. Hey. Remember I told you there's some things we don't talk about on the podcast? <laughs> Matt's flaccid penis is number one. Um, it gets kind of hard. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, the, uh, the uh, yeah, welcome to, welcome to give that some thought, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm your co-host, Matt. Joining me is my is your host, Addison Todd. Uh, he's typing on his phone right now. I know. Can't be bothered to talk to well, you all. Well, all these thoughts when I have conversations. Matt, by the way, didn't know what the word thought meant. Um, I still don't. Still don't, which is why I have Urban Dictionary pulled up here. It's the first thing we're okay, going to do. But, but see, to me, you don't say- Don't be rude. To, don't be rude. Jesus, fuck, stop. <laughs> Come on. Like, even you, I've reached my limit. You fed me I get, rum. I, and I have, I have and a trumpet impersonation. And we skipped last week. <laughs> Uh, no, so so uh, yours isn't as good as mine, though. Whatever. No. Okay. <laughs> See what I mean? Listen, that's too deep. That sounds no. like a that sounds okay, like a no. tin can. Addison, you're wrong. You you're wrong. Okay. That's not how he sounds. No, the, no. This is kind of like how he sounds. All right. No, it's not. It's not at all. It's it's how he would sound if he was not Trump. That's how he would sound. Wrong. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. There's, there's a bit of gravel. It's not Alex Jones gravel, wrong. But you got to. To me, it's more nasally. That's what I'm, I'm picking the, up. But you got to you got to combine the wrong. nasal with the gravel. Wrong. That's wrong. you can take that one to the bank, kids. But <laughs> no, here's I'll play the one from the other day. This is oh. Tracy. Let me be perfectly honest with you. First of all, it looks like you are reading a lot of fake news. Huffington Post. What a failing pile of garbage. Uh, also, the profile picture of cat masks. Look, here's here's the problem with cat masks. The problem is they've all gone to China. All of the United States cat masks have been outsourced to China, okay? We have a group of people, a terrific group of people. They're tremendous. They're fantastic people. They're going to solve the cat mask problem in the United States. 
We will make cat masks great again. That's a Trump impression. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just Sorry I don't do as well as you. No, no, Matt, that's not what this is about. What it's about yeah. is you should say that I'm better at impressions than you. Okay, well, you know what? Because my should, Alex Jones is way better, too. You should say, let's each drink a half bottle of rum and see who's in better condition. Yeah, you, then, you are. Exactly. So you should say that. Yeah, okay. I'm better, I'm better at drinking. You're more depraved and lonely than I am. Um. <laughs> no, you, wrong. You're wrong. spinning it wrong, Terrible. okay? You don't spin it like that. You spin it as a champion, okay? Um, no, I, I do the same thing with my alcohol as I do with my weed, and that yeah. is... The usage is few and far between so that I can use just a very little bit and have a fantastic time. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, I think that's the first time on the air that I've admitted to... Uh, it, it is, it is. The cannabis. Yeah. Uh, How many times? Like three total. <laughs> like ever. And I'm 28, so you do the math. <laughs> can we tell the one story? Where, with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. All right. <laughs> It's Remind that, me in not, 45 minutes. We're going to tell us, folks, at the end of the podcast, we're going to close it out with story time. Story time with Uncle Matt. That's right. We'll get the crackling fire going and uh, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, no, so Matt doesn't know what uh, thought means. Okay, so you say thought. Yeah, T-H-O-T, thought. Mm-hmm. You to, have to pronounce it so it doesn't sound like thought. But Thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. But to me, I think Tehote, which... Is Egyptian god, and of uh, course, like uh, uh, everything else, you worship a, a part of the Egyptian mystery school, which you know so many religions around the world go back to. And so, since I like religions and religious history, you know, pays to know a little bit about Egypt. T h o t h, Tahote. And what was that? The god of? Uh, he was just god on the pantheon. I'm I, I can't tell you specifically. You don't know his specific, yeah. uh... but when I ever, but when I think of a word spelt with a diphthong, it's not doesn't. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, thought. Uh, <clears throat> top definition on Urban Dictionary: A thought is a hoe. Plural thoughties. And the example that they give, Marshawn or Marquan says, "Yo, that's my main girl." And Deshawn says, "She your main girl, but she my main thought." What does it mean? It means hoe. It's it's but it's, it's an it... acronym for that hoe over there. I miss it when black culture just said bitch. Like, it was just that bitch. Well, we can't say that anymore. Why not? It's 2017, man. There's International International Women's Day is a thing now. It's always been a thing, but now it's a thing. <laughs> First off, we covered International Women's Day last week, okay? <laughs> or two weeks ago. We did. They're great. They're all great. Every yeah. woman in the world is fantastic well, just because she is her. She doesn't need to do anything to improve herself and or become better as a person. Yeah. Uh, she just merely needs to exist and she, yeah. she's a winner. I actually had a bit at work that I was doing. Uh, they were talking. Somebody said something about International Women's Day or something, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, we got Black History Month, and now this." Yeah, I was like, "I was like, when is Straight White Males Day?" Well, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> secretly every day, <laughs> five thousand years and running. Yeah, up high. There you go. Every day that I wake up and go to work. Um, speaking of women. Are you you're not so you're not familiar with who Tommy Lahren is? No, no. Okay, <laughs> well, I don't know where to begin. Um, she's, I don't know, a columnist, a uh, person. She's a blonde. She's she's a Megyn Kelly type. Okay, 
personality. And who does she work for? It, currently, she works for the Blaze, but she got suspended. Okay. Um, and here's why. So and, the well, Blaze, is, the Blaze is what that? That's that's Glenn Beck's. That's right, Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. himself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, which, by the way, there would be no give that some thought without Glenn Beck. Well, I don't. I don't know if you can say that. I can certainly say that. Uh, you know, I I can't say that, but I can can say there would be no Glenn Beck, or there would be no. I'm sorry, not Glenn Beck, but there would be no give that some thought without Rush Limbaugh. Without yeah. me having listened to Rush for so many years and yeah. think this in any other in any other profession, yeah, this man is a is is, is kind of racist and kind of bigoted. This man obese is fat, a, a, a drug okay? addict. He's a, a, abusive to himself, his body, and to others. Drug <laughs> addict, um, loud mouth. Yeah, uh, talks out of turn. Yeah, doesn't care about what he says or the consequences of what he says. Right, and is a millionaire. And 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 he has a job where he gets to be all those things and rewarded for it. <laughs> uh, to me, at 13, 14, I'm like, sign me up. Where do I have what this? What is Rush Limbaugh's net worth? Oh, I was listening to you. I'm just curious. What is Rush Limbaugh's net worth? Here's a result from search. Oh, well, it just shows a uh, four hundred seventy million estimated in 2016. Half a billion dollars done done fine for himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but there would be no give that some thought for me without Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity were the mm-hmm. two that I listened to um, growing up the most. And I I remember actually when Glenn Beck was fun, like because he he was I think he was like a a DJ. And, yeah, DJ and, comedy thing. And then when he and then when he switched over to doing just talk, mm-hmm. like I remember listening to him when he was uh uh you know syndicated and stuff before he got super political. Yeah. I mean really before he got super political, they would do fun stuff. And I remember just thinking, like, this is awesome. This yeah. is like three people in a room just like joking around for four hours in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, that's that's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And uh they used to do this thing called Moron Trivia, uh, where they would do uh they would do um they would call into convenience uh, stores of the town. That wait, was wait, wait, wait! Hold up, hold up! Now this, this you're twisting my mind here. This was a radio talk show mm-hmm. doing prank calls. Well, they weren't prank calls. It was. It was oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. You're calling up random strangers and doing stupid things. No, not prank calls. Excuse me. My bad. I nope. aired there. No, no. <laughs> they, oh God. I don't know if it's the taste of the, the, the rum because it's so bad or if you no, put a lot in No, it's cheap stuff, yeah. How much did you put in here, I though? I put significantly less than I gave it to me myself. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, they used to do more on trivia where, so if there was a big game that weekend, football, primarily, they would do it during the football season. So if it was Seattle and St. Louis, mm-hmm. they would call 7-Eleven and, or they would have somebody call in that works at a 7-Eleven in St. Louis and somebody that works at a 7-Eleven or that type of store yeah. in Seattle and they would ask them simple questions and get them right or wrong to predict the outcome of the football game. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, these guys are geniuses, you know, and, uh, which is, you know, what every drive time jock does. But, uh, yeah. And, and that, that was where my love for, for the oral arts, uh, came from mm-hmm. that. And like I said, Sean Hannity, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I wanted to be him when I grew up. So this this is a small sliver of me, of me getting to fulfill that dream. Anyways, Tommy Laren, uh, the Blaze. So she goes on the View. Always a bad decision. Exactly, which is why when these headlines started popping up, because I guess this happened early last week or yeah. whatever it was. So so a a an editor, writer, presenter, blogger 
yeah. from yeah. the Blaze. Yeah. And so a conservative news figurehead went on the View. Yeah. Okay. Red yeah. flag. <laughs> like you know they're going to try and trap you on something. Right. Well, the thing is, like I don't understand. To me, it has the gut feeling of, and I want to take this into a broader conversation, which we're going to have, and just just allow me to direct it here because I want to have a conversation that I don't think we've had before. Oh, exactly. New territory. <laughs> New gives that some thought. Territory. I mean, we may have personally had it, but I don't know that we've yeah. had it on the show. And if we have, it, it'll be fresh because I mm-hmm. don't recall having it. Yeah. But so she she gets up on the view, and which, like I said, come on. Mm-hmm. Stupid decision. It really feels like when Todd Aiken was with uh, Charles Jaco. It's kind of like, well, okay. Well, like, you know, the women's body has a whole way of shutting that thing, whole thing down. <laughs> if we're getting, if we're in that territory, then yes, this is awesome. Please go exactly, ahead. Exactly, because it, it just seems like, well, okay, you walked into an ambush, and oh, look at that, you got ambushed. Like yeah. to me, that's not news. And you said the worst possible thing you could say. <laughs> exactly. So, but here's no abortions automatically. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. If you don't want it, you just wish hard enough. The body just. It's just like a poop. It's like a really hard poop. Like you can't get out. You're straining on the toilet, and you think, "Oh, I'm going to will myself to just pass it." And you do. That's how unwanted pregnancies work. No, we know this absolutely. I just I don't know which of these clips is going to show the exact thing. So it may take me a bit of hunting, but this is what she said on the View. Oh yeah. And here's why I am a constitutional. There it is. Ridiculous music. Um, but choice and here's why i am a constitutional you know someone that loves the constitution i am someone that's for limited government and so i can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say i'm for limited government but i think that the government should decide what women do with their bodies so stay out of my my guns and you can stay out of my body as well boom there it is okay An- initial gut reaction man <coughs> well for some reason she doesn't know of the phrase constitutionalist <laughs> Which, you know... A constitutional, yeah, I don't think yeah. that exists. I'm a constitution... Uh, you know, as somebody who loves the constitution... Yeah. Like, okay, so, no, 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 constitutionalist, sweetheart. Right. Uh, no, okay, so, no, I, I get that. But what she's saying is that she's against... See, here's the thing. Abortion is a feel... Real quick, before you go on, the reason this is such a big deal, though, is mm-hmm. because as recently as November, I guess, and September-November era, right there around the election, she was... Pretty avidly saying, I guess, on her YouTube and stuff, like, I'm pro-life, like, yeah. all the arguments against abortion are ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then and then she says this. And so there's been, like, a rabid backlash of her fans and stuff, you know, how dare you, et cetera, et cetera. But wait, she said she was against abortion. No, she said she's pro-choice. Did you hear at the beginning? She said, she said I'm pro-choice and here's why. Stupid, ridiculous music. No choice, and here's why. I am a constitutional, you know, someone that loves the Constitution. I am someone that's for limited government, and so I can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say I'm for limited government, but I think that the government should decide what women do with our bodies. So stay out of my, my guns, and you can stay out of my body as well. Okay, so she's making a false equivalency by using the argument of she's a constitutionalist, and so she believes in limited government, therefore... Um, therefore, that applies to abortion. Therefore, that applies to whether or not she's pro-choice. Um, what she should be doing is taking the neutral ground and saying that I don't, su- I don't support it, but I don't believe that it should be outlawed either. Right. Um, which which is, I which think is, was what she was is, trying to say. If I'm playing devil's advocate, maybe, but. maybe. Um, that's that's my belief. Like I don't. I'm 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 pro-life, but the government should not be mandating that. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, 
But see, then, so, then the whole thing that all my GOP friends do when I bring that up, and this is the conversation I wanted us to have mm-hmm. because I don't think we've actually ever discussed this. Yeah. Um, but then the conversation – so what all my GOP friends say, and, and I mean in hardcore, tick the box Republican every time, uh, folks say is that, well, then that doesn't uh, – then if you, if you don't think the government should mandate life, then why should there be laws against murder? Yeah. Right. And so it's like that, well, it, 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 if it really is life. And, and they try and <clears> – <throat> because I'm sure there will be one day where we, we have laws that, that make legalize murder. I mean, we live, in a, we live in a society where laws do legalize murder. I mean, ho- they, 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 they came with the verdict that O.J. Simpson was innocent. The dude did it. He did it. Okay? <laughs> Easy, man. Right? Uh, Jimmy not, S- not according to a jury of his Jimmy peers. Savile okay. had sex and molested – Hundreds of young people, mm-hmm. boys and girls. Yeah. Okay. And he was a he's he's a he's he died a knight of the British order, and he was known that he was doing this. Okay. Yeah. We already have laws and courts that in their state right now, not when they were designed, but in their state now, mm-hmm. overwhelmingly protect criminals. Yeah. Okay. If they're connected enough. Yeah. And so, as we've already reached a, a a a point in our society where murder and the very worst crimes you can commit are legal, if yeah you have a qualifier. Fill in the blank. I yeah. mean, are you familiar with somebody by the name of Andrew Bachman? I'm not. I don't believe. Okay, this is somebody who uh, uh, now he changed his name to Wagner. Okay. Okay, but uh, this is recently. This is three or four months ago. Um. His father is a very, very well-connected member of the House of Lords okay. in Britain, right. okay? which if you don't know, Britain has two forms. They have the House of Commons, which anyone can be a part of mm-hmm. if you want to run, you know, as like, just like a senator or Congress would be for us, okay? Okay. And then they have the House of Lords, and those are the two branches of Parliament. And one sits on one side of Parliament, and the other sits on the other side of the Parliament Hall. House of Lords, you have to be born into it. Okay. Gotcha. So it's a it's something that you only get to be that if you have the right blood. Right. So the Brit the Parliament in Britain is automatically set up so that it is always, always at least half controlled by the aristocracy, mm-hmm. by the old the money right. and the old blood. Right. Okay. So this person, Aaron Bachman, son of one of the Sir our or Lord Bachman, mm-hmm. was arrested and found with. Um, something like a quarter million images of child rape, only a quarter and child million pornography. Yeah, on his computer, uh, found with videos of him raping children uh, as young as yeah. two. Oh wow! Okay, uh, videos. So it wasn't. Of him. It wasn't. She looked like she was seventeen. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was was tried and released. No, 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 no time spent in jail at all. Not even when he was arrested. Um, no, no, nothing. Um, his name scrubbed from the internet. Literally. Literally, um, in our conspiracy a week ago, uh, somebody made the post and then it was taken off by the Reddit admins. Not the moderators of our conspiracy. The right. admins of the site, of which there are only a couple dozen. Yeah. For one of the biggest, <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, this is the people who work directly for Reddit. Right. Pulling it off. Yeah. So, so we live in a society where if you're well connected enough, you can get away with murder. Yeah. All bets are off. Like we we, we are beyond, beyond corruption here, uh, and so to, to I would say to use the argument 
and this is a sick story, I'm sorry, but what to use the argument that why didn't you go go ahead and make murder illegal? Right, it already is. It already is. Yeah. Like it's not <clears throat> and it and, and the, the funny thing is in some way shape or form it it has been. Yeah, for millennia. Long. Yeah. Well, here here's the conversation that I wanted to have though. It, like do you believe so do you believe life begins at conception then? Yeah. 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 I I, I don't know. Not not because not not for any technical reason at all, but because that it, science well, okay, for technical reasons. <laughs> you can't you can't just put together a sperm and an egg and it becomes a, and you grow it in test tube and it becomes a child. Right. Like you have to do certain things process. to it. Yeah. Okay. You you have to uh, I mean, there's there's a spark that's there. Mm-hmm. That science really can't emulate. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that environment and that it's very hard to. Like in vitro fertilization is something that can work, but it's very hard to get it to work. Yeah. Okay. Um, so on a scientific basis, on a, on, on, but on a spiritual you. level, I think that something happens when you have that sexual act that results in pregnancy. That it's becoming something even then. I would say it's becoming something even during the sexual act before any fluids are exchanged. Right. You know. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I when you when you get down to it on the, on the spiritual level, I think um, maybe on the philosophical, but. Specifically on the spiritual level, it's something that uh, is unique, and I think flies in the very nature of humans or any animal or anything to kill its offspring. Right. It it does not happen. It doesn't happen. On um, there are many instances of of animals abandoning offspring when it comes down to uh, is there enough to go around life for them or whatever. Yeah. You know, or am I gonna live to you know if i die they die too so if it comes down to choice between me and them i'll choose me mm-hmm. sort of situation animals right. do that all the time but to willingly kill not because you have to but because it would be significantly harder for you if you didn't you know right. what i mean right yeah 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 and that's where abortion lies ultimately philosophically it's a sin of convenience yeah because uh, y- yes your life will get incredibly harder, much, 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 much harder. Right, huge, bigly, <laughs> harder financially, otherwise, whatever, whatever the case may be. But it does not mean that you will not survive. Yeah, and so ultimately, it is a it is a sin of convenience, and and to, and to 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 do something that egregious against your own body, and against something that, like it or not, you no one can create. A baby by themselves. Right. It right. is two people. Yeah. It's not her choice. It's not just her choice. Or it shouldn't be. See, you bring, it isn't. You bring, it isn't. You bring up a couple of points that, that, that I want to take a little bit further, which are some of my beefs with the act altogether. It's that <laughs> it's that sin of convenience idea that I really, really hate because to me it's the easy way out. It's the easy way out to everything. Sure. You could look at adoption that way. But at least you're not taking a life by doing that, mm-hmm. you know. So I, you know, I look much lighter on that. Um, but that that it's not his choice. Like it's it's so much preached as a particularly from the left and what have you as a, you know, a woman's body, a woman's body, a woman's body, a woman's body, and in such a way that it's like it's likened to the same thing as getting a tattoo. Yeah. You know, yeah. literally, or a piercing, or or like you know, well, this and is my body. I'll, I'll get a logo on it if I want. That's by intent. That's and, on purpose. And 
Because notice, not even people on the right can say, oh, well, it obviously it's the man gets to decide too. Like if a, if a feminist says, no, it's her body, the man doesn't get to choose, the conservative would be like, okay, no, you're right on that point. I'll, I'll give you that point. Because we've been battered down on that point for so long. Right. It's like we, we, well, we've it's, been told as men, it's not your choice. It's not your choice. It's not your choice. So much that we believe it, even though it's categorically wrong. It flies in all, the face of all documented nature. It flies in the, spa- the face of all documented religion. Okay? It, it's... Yeah. Continue. Well, that's just one of my biggest beefs with it because it's like, well, and 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 even even when you take it a step further, before abortion is an option or or, or something that's going to happen, even even you know when you look at uh, like people having sex and and young people in particular and women and men and slut shaming and like, like that whole idea, it's like, well, the responsibility for some reason and the victimhood, I will say, and mm-hmm. the victimhood is all placed on women. Yeah. Primarily. Now, there's some people who are championing this idea that males can get raped, okay, which is another conversation for another day, but <laughs> with, with a lot of other things to it. But the idea that, oh, well, it's it's her, it's her choice, it's her. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. Especially, especially when, when a pregnancy is involved. Yeah. Especially. By the way, men can get raped, but only in the instance where they transition to uh, a, a, a transgendered woman. Uh, I thought I thought you were gonna. I and thought, then they become can, can then they can get raped. I was gonna say men can get raped, but only when they pay for it. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like the societal idea is yeah. that I mean, you, you, no one has ever. My wallet can't say no. My wallet says no is no. Right, young lady. <laughs> But like I, I've you, you don't hear a man being a part of that equation. Yeah, and that again, I think, goes back to the family unit that doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. and the idea that that men and women should, yeah, should make these decisions together. Because if, whether it's for an abortion or not, yeah, which I, I kind of lean a little bit towards what she said in that. Well, I don't think the government should regulate it. I do believe life begins at conception, but um, but I don't think. Um, I don't know. To me, to me, and and this is what I said on a couple of friends' Facebook today, who posted a couple of uh, articles about it. I was like, the problem, the problem that I have with with abortion as a word is that the GOP in particular uses it to win elections, and it yeah. has absolutely nothing to do with being pro life. Because if you mm-hmm. say to, um, well, the, the, all the sorts, left does it too. The Democrats yeah, do oh, it too. Absolutely, absolutely. And the it's a political football. But the idea is that if you, because I've said to people that I've known who people in my own family who have voted Republican my entire adult life, right? Mm-hmm. I've said to them, um, if you're so pro life as you put it, because they use that word as the card carrying word for it. If you're so pro life as you put it, then why would you not end the drug war when everything? speaks to that saving lives. Yeah. Right? Every every part of that, whether you want to look at drug trade, drug trafficking, drug whatever, smuggling, like all of that, not even not even looking at the stats of places that have done it, what it does to overdoses and things like that, but if you throw all that together, there is no way doing that doesn't save lives. Yeah. Right? And and if you put that to them, it's like I literally was told by one of them, this is this is a direct quote. This is what one of them told me was if they had Jesus, they wouldn't use drugs. Mm. And it's like, and my message to the GOP is, and and if we all had a million dollars and a pet unicorn, that'd be great too. But sure. you, you, you're not living in the real world. If like, I had wheels, I'd be a wagon. Right? <laughs> it's just the idea that, oh, abortion offends me so much because it's so offensive to me. And, and I'm not even saying that that feeling is bad. 
Like the idea that you hate abortion for the reasons that you do, great. That's fantastic. Start a group at your church for people that have had abortions, uh, uh, push adoptions on people. All of that stuff is fantastic, whatever, because it's the private sector, right? Like you can do that if that's what you believe. But this idea of, well, we have to win and lose elections based on whether candidates say, I'm pro-life. Mm-hmm. That's what I hate because you're not pro-life. You're pro-life until the baby is born. Because if you want to send that baby to war or God forbid that baby get locked up, then, well, <laughs> who cares about their life? Yeah. Right. Here, here's the thing. Um, I had another point besides what I just wrote down, but I haven't. And it's escaping me at the moment. I, um, I feel like the rum is attacking the points, maybe. No, no, no. Oh, here, here it comes. Here, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's coming back. And and we got it. Okay. All right. So <laughs> the whole thing about a, it being a man's choice versus a woman's choice, right. that is an issue, right, that's been drilled in our into our heads right. so much that we, we don't question anymore. Her body, yeah. We just question her body, her choice, okay? And the issue is not whose choice is it, but... Can she make that choice for herself? Right. Okay. Uh, that being said, the reason why that this whole debate about abortion for now, now for forty years, has been framed the way it's been framed, is because if we framed it as it's the couple's choice or it's the parents' choice, then you know what would happen? Women, young women, who are scared, who don't know what to do, who are vulnerable. Who who are or whatever worried whatever you want to say okay not thinking s- straight okay emotional and we well, now I'm gonna say something that people can get offended at but women don't make the best decisions when they're emotional when they're highly agitated okay right men through years of rigorous kung fu like training have been able to know how to squash those feelings deep deep down okay? right right bury it and bury it with brown nary okay? shall they come out yeah anyway. And so when we're in those high-pressure, emotionally charged situations, we, we can usually think a little bit clearer. Women have a harder time with that, mm-hmm. okay? So at a, at a point when she's incredibly emotionally distraught and incredibly vulnerable, you take the one thing that nature has put in her life to straighten her out and to keep her centered, i.e. her mate, you take that away from her. Yeah. And you put... All the decision on her. Mm-hmm. She makes the decision. The mate, or the societal opinion. Yeah, yeah. The mate resents her for that decision. Okay. Or if it would, if they had said <coughs> back in the seventies and eighties, it's the parents' choice. Not it's her choice. It's the parents' choice. How many more young people who were th- young women who were thinking about having abortion would then keep the baby and stay with the father? How many more parents? Uh, how many more kids would grow up with with both parents? Mm-hmm. Well, but now she has an abortion, and then she gets her abortion. She feels guilty. Well, just think about the crime rate in Chicago right now, Matt. If, if okay. we you see where I'm going, take, take see where I'm going like with that. this. Yeah. Now you take her. She's had the abortion. Now she has a sort of postpartum depression. She feels bad, but she does her best to justify it as the right choice. Maybe she believes it's the right choice. Mm-hmm. But there's something deep and down inside of her, the animal part of her, the spiritual center of her, that says, no, that was a sin against yourself and against nature. Mm-hmm. Okay? So even if it's buried deep, deep down in her subconscious, she still has guilt about that. Mm-hmm. So now, two years, a year, two months down the road, she gets pregnant again. Only this time she keeps it. 
and now you have a single single parent household. Yeah. Because she's not going to stay with the guy who got her knocked up again. He betrayed her trust by putting her in that situation again. She's not going to stay with him. Yeah. And the cycle starts all over again. But now she has a kid now. And now it's a single parent home. And so you see how this whole abortion issue has been framed in a way not not to give women freedom, but to split them away from the things that they need for comfort and security, the things they're really looking for. Mm-hmm. And it's taken men away from the things they're really looking for by giving a man... Which is a home and a family the, and a wife and the responsibility yes. of staying with what you yes. impregnate. And, and a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. A, okay... I got a woman pregnant. I got this girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now I have to be a man. Yep. Now I have to be. Yep. I can't. I, now I have to be. Mm-hmm. And there's something that will click in that man, and he will be it mm-hmm. if he has the character. But now we have people who don't have the character. Anyway, uh, so this whole abortion argument has been framed in such a way that it's designed for the destruction of our young people and designed for the destruction of potential and current young families. Yeah. That's what it's been designed to do. And And it's been doing that for 40 years. It's been engineered. Tavistock. Tavistock. They were doing this in the 30s and 40s. Uh, People people, uh, like uh, um, uh, Hermann Goering, right, working for the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rudolf Hess worked for the Nazis and worked for... uh, um, the U.S. Heinrich Himmler. They were eugenicists. Okay, abortion was a Nazi dream, and now, okay, to to get rid of and thin out the lesser races, and now in this country for forty years, eighty percent of the babies killed in this country are black and Latino. Mm-hmm. Less than twenty percent are white. Abortion is all about eugenics. It's all about cleansing of the lesser races. Yeah. And keeping the the numbers of the lesser races in check. Well, then I'm definitely pro-choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, gotta, I, gotta I mean, when you put it that way, let's be honest. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, because then, you know, once all those kids out, you're going to have to put bars on the windows. It's just it's just a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. No. And those uh, are just the kindergarten windows. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep men. Uh, anyways... Uh, meant to light it there for a second but yeah that truly is my beef with the whole thing Mm -hmm. um that being said i don't feel like and and maybe it's it's sort of my and maybe this will change as time goes along as i get older as whatever um politically speaking but right now like i said maybe it is me sort of standing up against the man and thumbing my nose at the gop but i i don't envision a scenario where it does not piss me off that people that that political parties use it the way they do, particularly the GOP, particularly them, because I know and and I have good friends of mine that voted for Trump that say that that uh, well that's not the reason I voted for him, um, and maybe it isn't for them and that's great, but I do know people that voted for him based primarily on the fact that he said he was pro life. Yeah. And that, to me, is a tragedy. Well, even if it's just 20% of the Republicans out there, that's still too big a number right. to be voting on one issue. Yeah. I wrote down this word, these two words, polarizing issues. Mm-hmm. Why is it that the prison situation, why is it that the weed situation, why isn't, is it that the racism situation, why is it that the gay situation, 
why is it the abortion situation or the foreign wars, the military industrial complex, pick a situation politically (laughs) in this country, country. Why is it that they haven't been solved? Abortion, we've been dealing with for 40 years now. Racism for hundreds. (laughs) Right. Um, the, uh, the the military industrial complex sixty years seventy yeah okay why isn't we haven't dealt with these situations <coughs> excuse me the war on drugs thirty years because polarizing issues divide us they split the vote mm-hmm. they they make us fight each other as opposed to looking towards the root cause of these polarizing situations mm-hmm. so we spend all our energy pointing our finger at the other side and saying, if you just changed, everything would be fine. <laughs> rather yeah. th- rather than pointing our the finger at our politicians and the root causes of these problems, we point them at, at each other for believing other than what we do. Right. And And there's a reason why we haven't solved all these polarizing issues and why they still hang around for so long. It's because they divide us, and a divided populace is an easily deceived populace. They're distracted, you know? What, what, people who, who voted for Hillary Clinton or, for who, or who voted Democrat this year, like, why are you angry that Donald Trump is in office? Why not be angry at the system that allowed somebody like Donald Trump to gain political clout? Yeah. Like yeah. the system that allowed him to gain political clout, somebody who who has always been out for himself, somebody who's always served his the numbers in his bank account, somebody who who has been a womanizer and and clearly has no regard for anyone but himself. Right? Why do you why why are you why are you blaming folks in the breadbasket in the Midwest of the U.S. for casting an ignorant vote when you're casting the same fucking ignorant vote? Because you're not looking, you're looking at, at and accusing them as opposed to accusing the system that allowed somebody like that to gain political clout in the first place. Right? Jeez. Yeah. When forty-five makes your blood, mem- boy, remember the memo. Remember that. Uh huh. Uh huh. I posted that on Facebook and Instagram today. You can read it out loud. Four seven fifteen to DNC. This is from Hillary Clinton. Elevate Trump as Pied Piper candidate. Instruct media to th- to treat him as a serious candidate. Regards HRC. And there's your president, folks. Yep. You know, I, I posted that on Facebook, and it's funny because one of my friends who voted Hillary and was pretty upset that Trump got in and still pretty much is, um, you know, was like, oh, holy crap, or something like that. And I don't know if she had never read it or seen it. She probably doesn't look at the same things that you and I do, mm-hmm. uh, for example. And that's not good or bad. That's just, you know, the, the echo chamber, you know. Um, but it was probably kind of shocking that, like, this kind of was brought on by that whole DNC issue, by that whole... No, it's her fault. It she was... lost the election. Donald Trump did not win shit. <laughs> Hillary Clinton lost an election. Right. Okay? It, and, and it was a fault with that system. Yeah. That so, we all built. Yeah, exactly. Is, so is what so I'm trying to get young people millennials, people who voted for Hillary Clinton, liberals, leftists, Democrats, if there's any who listen to this show, heed my voice, okay? Right. right. Hillary Clinton, do not blame... Donald Trump voters or the center, the middle parts of the, this country for Donald Trump being president right now. Blame the system that kept a candidate like Bernie Sanders that stole an election yeah. from uh, somebody like Bernie Sanders. Blame that system. Okay? It's, 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 
it's not the the Republicans fell ass backwards into the White House right. in 2016. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and and just so you know, we as a give that some thought as a, a a journalistic unit, we did reach out to Bernie Sanders, but we weren't sure if he was in his first, second, or third home. Yeah. So we couldn't quite you, yeah. couldn't quite nail him down to get him on the show. Yeah. And we do apologize. Also, he goes to, he goes to bed awful early. He really does. Yeah. Yeah. And we did the show late. I mean, it's so. at this point he's been in been in bed for 16 hours right now. That's right. You know. <laughs> and the sunset like seven hours ago. That's right. Anyway, uh, uh, but but <laughs> Donald Trump didn't win the election. The GOP fell ass backwards into the White House. The the Democratic Party lost the election. Yeah, they really did. They lost the election because they let somebody who had been entrenched in Washington for so long get too much power, mm-hmm. and then leveraged that power into holding on to what she already had, which unfortunately was just barely enough to steal an election, let alone win one, but she stole a, a, a primary. Right. Right? From Bernie. From Bernie. And then she didn't have enough juice to win an election. Yeah. Because she didn't win the first round in the first fucking place. <laughs> yeah. She had to cheat her way in into being the nominee. Yeah. And Bernie Sanders stepped aside and let it happen. And everybody now who's so pissed off at Donald Trump, and that's the reason, another reason why the left... And George Soros have been strumming up this vitriol towards Trump is because they don't want Trump supporter or I'm sorry, people who voted Democrat leftist uh, people who voted for Hillary or or Bernie supporters. They don't want them to, to turn their attention to what happened last summer and last fall. Yeah. In the primary season in which Hillary Clinton handed it to Hillary at every step of the way stole what she could from Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And that that's the that's the real uh, tragedy of this election. Not that we elected Ronald McDonald into the White House. <laughs> Don't be rude. <coughs> Don't be rude. He's he literally did a commercial with Grimace. Grimace, <laughs> the retarded really? the retarded potato from from McDonald's cartoon lore. <laughs> like the down McDonald's cartoon the lore. Down syndrome burger Grimace. flipper. He literally did a commercial with Grimace in the nineties. <laughs> for the big and tasty, no kidding. Yeah, when big and tasties were a dollar, remember that in like ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, mm. <sighs> it's a big boy on sleepy time. Um, I got one from uh, the day the caller. <laughs> now speaking of Trump, you might be happy. You might be. I don't know. Do you care about Flint, Michigan? Did you hear about that? I guess his EPA. Uh, you know. Cornered off a few extra bucks for Flint or something like that. Um, well, I mean, whatever, whatever. That's 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 fantastic. Nobody cares, Flint. That's fantastic. They've still been drinking lead in their water for for four years. Yeah, I'll say to them what I say to everybody at work when they start complaining. You'll be all right. Yeah, that came out in 2013, something like that. That Flint, Michigan, their entire water supply was horrifically tainted with lead poisoning, and it had been for generations. Heard tainted. Um, and it's been it's been. Several years, and they're they're still, they still uh, are not supposed to take take showers that are very long. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Encouraging parents not to give their children uh, long baths and things like that. Yeah, encourage parents to give their children baths in bottled water for four years. Come on, in an area like Flint that's so impoverished. First off, right, demographically, they're split. You know, we have 
like you do in St. Louis, a black part of town, white part of town, right. and then you know, as any good town is, Matt. But it's all it's all blue collar. It's all people who you know were working working class, and now they don't have jobs. You know, high crime area. Right. They can't afford to buy bottled water to wash their kids. Yeah. <coughs> well, Trump is doing a little something about that, or his EPA is, or something. I thought he was going to dismantle the EPA. Well. Don't you know? Don't don't believe everything you read. Matt. One step at a time, huh? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. One step at a time, and you know, fake news. So yeah, what Watch they're going to do is they're going to replace all the the dirty lead water, yeah, with swamp water from Washington D.C. Oh, as they drain it, as they drain the swamp. Good call. They're gonna it's it's a pipeline, and they're gonna just pipe to, it to Flint, Michigan. Is it now? Is it in when it comes to size of the pipeline? Mm-hmm. Is it smaller? Bigger or about the same as the school to prison pipeline? Is uh, it less? Less than? So it's smaller. Okay. Yes, because you can't. Yeah. I mean, you obviously can't give more than you receive. Right. You know. Yeah. So you well, can't. The school give, to prison pipeline is. You can't give this water. You well know, developed. You can't take one of the most naturally, uh, the most naturally occurring resource, the most bountiful resource on the planet, water, um, and give it away for free. Right. You know. Yeah. It covers literally seventy percent of our land mass. Of the surface of this planet, you can't just give that away for free, right. you know. Yeah. What What does water fall from the sky? Come on. <laughs> you know. Come on. You got to make a profit off that. Yeah. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. There's a. Uh, I saw an article from the Onion. The headline was like, uh, "Inmate sentenced to make eighty to a hundred thousand dollars for a privately owned prison yeah, system." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the Onion. I think I, I saw that too. That yeah. was pretty good. It's good stuff. Um. Should we get into oh Matt's oh. mystery envelope? So when I sat down over here, started to clear the table off to set up the studio, um, there was a, a a folder or an envelope the size of a document. It says "Do not bend on it," and it says uh, now the part eight and a half I, by eleven the size document. Yeah, giant, uh, but it's an envelope, and it says, "Oh God, oh God." I just saw. Yeah, I just saw the, who's addressed from. No, but the thing that I got was the Hume household. That yes. was so funny to me because I'm like, this is not a household. Don't oh, don't I mean, don't elevate I, this. It's place. an apartment hold. Well, it's something. But anyways, it says the the committee for the presidential inaugural, Washington D.C. twenty five nine nine, and then what's inside? Here in my formerly nicotine stained hands, um, is a letter. It appears. A couple letters. Presidential Inaugural Committee. Commemorative invitation. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <coughs> On January 20th, 2017, our nation honored the 58th inauguration of the President and Vice President of the United States of America. <laughs> this special occasion celebrated the triumph of our democracy with a peaceful transition of power and the shared ideal that makes its constituents possible, continuance possible. Please accept this invitation as our gift to commemorate the inauguration of Donald John Trump as the 45th President of the United States of America and Michael Richard Pence as the 48th Vice President of the United States of America. The 58th Presidential Inaugural Committee, Thomas J. Barack Jr., Chairman, paid for by the 58th Presidential Inaugural Committee, and it says the Committee for the Presidential Inaugural requests the honor of your president. This is the second page. This is the actual invitation. The, the invitation, yeah, yeah. Requests the honor of your presence to attend and participate participate in the inauguration of Donald John Trump 
as President of the United States of America and Michael Richard Pence as Vice President of the United States of America on Friday, the 20th of January, 2017, in the city of Washington. Now, I'm guessing... I didn't get to go, but it's nice to be invited. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm guessing you got this because you bought that ridiculous hat. Yes, I'm assuming so. I mean, why would you... Yeah, Yeah, I'm assuming so. This is fantastic, though. I'm going to put pictures of this on our Instagram. This is great. Yeah, they sent me... This was like... This is, I got this like two and a half weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, we skipped last week. Uh, <laughs> I put it over here specifically so that we were talking about it on the podcast. They sent me an invitation, a commemorative, a commemorative invita- invitation. You know, you're to frame that. To the inauguration. EBay, well, I'm sure it'll be worth a lot of money for my grandkids. It's... <laughs> grandkids. My man. hypothetical grandkids I that I say, have in my, my second life. You, uh, you know you have to have sex to have grandkids. I know. Um... What was I going to look up? I was going to look up something just now based on that, but I don't remember what it was. Why are you thinking about sex? No, I was thinking about uh, inauguration invitation or something or other. Whatever. It ha- it has to be because you bought that ridiculous hat. It is. It is. I'm sure. Because uh, I bought it from, uh, from you know, the Donald J. Donald Trump for President website. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure oh, that that's here, that's what it's from. Here's what I was gonna look up. So this is why we skipped last week. Uh, well, I said thank you, evil bastards. I, I was also telling you because my stocks all jumped when the Fed raises the, raised the interest rate mm-hmm. uh, last week. Uh, thank you, evil bastards. Gold stocks are flying, and you said, "Yeah, I'll bet." And you said, "So I had a cook call off tonight, so I might have to stay in close. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pl- find a replacement now. I don't know. I might not be off until eight or nine. I said, "All right, let me know." And this, these are Matt's words. <laughs> and to be fair, so I said, all right, let me know at 2.54. This was at 4.05 mm-hmm. later in the evening. <laughs> F these pussy-ass kids. I got, quote, I got the stiffles and my eyes itch, unquote. Literally what someone just told me when asked if they could work the night. Mother effer, you're describing being high. <laughs> or allergies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Either way, not an excuse to miss work. Yeah, you were normal in- people don't like call into work because they it's ragweed season. Okay, <laughs> seriously, right. what the hell? Yeah, well, you run into the same thing that I do because I got a lot of high schoolers. So there's a yeah. whole lot of we, we we call it. Oh, oh, they've got a case of the sunny in seventies. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's yeah. Like I'm trying to think. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven guys who work in the kitchen that I, I work. Three of us are reliable, as in, as in today. Three out of the seven. Yes, as in today. Like, um, <coughs> for instance, it's three o'clock, right? I uh, I'm I'm getting my stuff. I'm getting ready to do my end of day stuff. Do a bunch of dishes so you can get out. Clean up the cardboard from the truck. Do my stuff so I can I can leave when when the next person comes in. Was supposed to be Devin. He he switched with another guy. Devin was a reliable person, right? And I said, "Well, uh, you know, I got that's, I I I had a couple things left on my prep list." And, and Chef was like, "You can be able to get that done." And I'm like, "Well, I was going to do this, which was something more important, right? That we needed immediately for that night." And I was said, "I was going to leave that stuff for Devin to do tonight. If not, I'll do it tomorrow morning." Because Devin's reliable. Because I know Devin will be here. Right. He'll be able to get it done. No sweat. He's like, "Oh well, Devin switched with what's his name." And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because now it's on you. 
because well now it's, it ain't gonna get done. Now it's on me, number one, but also number two. There's a chance he might call off. Like there's an hour. He's supposed to be there an hour, but we're still at the point of we'll see if they show up. Yeah, yeah, that's the restaurant business. And I was I was really an- annoyed because it would be the second week in a, in, in a row I would have had to call off. I would have to cancel with you. Yeah, because I had to stay at work till eight or nine. Yeah. It's a rough you know, life, man. Uh, it's it's a rough life having to be somewhere every day and get paid for it. <laughs> God, <laughs> I, at, I, at work it's really not that hard. At work, it's dishwashing. Like you get slightly damp. Yeah. <laughs> like and you, and you get what eight bucks an hour? What's, probably what's 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 dishwashing in the in, in the kitchen that I work in? Dishwashing is standing still. Yeah. And then sort of moving around. So do you have a dish? You have a dishwasher getting, machine? Yes. So you just load yes. the... Oh, while yeah, getting easy, slightly busy. damp. Yeah, done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe grab some trash if you're feeling ambitious. If if, well, if you really yeah. want to impress the boss, you'll grab yeah. some trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't... We, we do the same like, thing We're at, at work. the point where we're hiring almost anybody who walks through the door. And also, like, people who've worked there for, like, two months. Yeah. Like, chefs caught them smoking weed behind the building, whatever. And he's just like, okay, fine. Like, I can't fire you because... Because we're you show up with like eighty percent regularity, yeah. <laughs> so and well, you're in the money. That's yeah, right. and you haven't burned the kitchen down yet, so yeah, I you're <laughs> you're you're kind of competent, you know. Yeah, we were that way for a while in my job, and it's it's a it's well, a we're rough there right period. now. It's a rough period, and now. and and the guy who who. But then, but then the the good thing is when then when you get a couple new ones in, then it's like oh, okay, thanks for your time. Yeah, and as and as my my operator so so much likes to say, uh, and then we'll promote them to a guest. <laughs> That's what we like to do. I like uh, that. Yeah. yeah pr- promote him to a guest. Uh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I don't remember what. Anyways. Yeah, abortion. Tommy Laren. I do have one more thing on the docket. I don't well, know. I do as well. Remember, I promised these listeners a well, story. Well, that's, that's what I was talking about. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Excuse me. Anything else there is to do? It's been rough, man. Work a lot of hours, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's my only my only chill time <laughs> at work. No, with with oh yeah yeah doing this here with me. Yep, that's right. Oh man! All right. Well, I guess that's about it. Unless you had something, I do. But that's right. That's right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the ambiance, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna take it from there. <laughs> that has something for us. Once upon a time, if you will, gather around the fire, children. And no, it, you come up, come up, come up closer. You'll want to hear what I'm going to tell you. It's warm. Yes, there. the fire is crackling. The it's time of the day is almost ended. <laughs> children, it's time for stories. Mm, stories with Uncle Matt. Once upon a time, and I will leave you this, with this. We're just going to end on this sound. So. Not oh, yeah, stories with Uncle Matt and Sidekick. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Is it? No. I'm doing our wrap up, and then I'm going to let you do the story. Matt. So, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Once upon a time, <laughs> in the land of Saint Charles, <laughs> there lived uh, a, a stoner. He, at the time, was living in an extended stay hotel, which was very nice. Well, it wasn't very nice, but... Oh, no, not that story. It was I livable. thought you were going to tell the other one. Don't tell that one, Matt. I don't know the other one. What, what other one? When we went to Chili's. When was this? When you were living in Kenny's basement. I still don't remember. 
we, I, I, we, I took a one hit off your one hitter, and we went and saw Dano. And I, I, I put my hand down on there and flopped my arm out like a dick on the on the on the on the bar. Yeah, I, I drove us up there after I smoked, and you were like, "Are you okay to drive?" And I'm like, "I'm fine. I, I feel great, but drunk." Sure. And you, yeah, I thought that's the story. Don't tell that story. What? No, 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 no. That's no, 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 no. so much better. Well, it is, but not for not. I, and I hate to do this to our listeners, but no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Matt. Nope, nope. I, I got to put my foot down. My, no, no, my, I no, my, I get it. No, my, she doesn't. No, I one hundred percent. I one hundred percent get it. Like it's not. It's it was not, a misunderstanding. I'm sorry. It, we got our wires crossed. It's, if we did, I don't remember the chilies thing, but my, the, I my was probably baked is, at the time. So you, you don't remember? We, we, it was. I think that was like the first time I've ever smoked. Really? Of like the three, I took one hit in your basement. You were like, "How do you feel?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't really feel anything." And mm. then like I stood up to so we could go get in my car. Yeah. So I so we could drive up and visit Dano when he was working at Chili's. Yeah. And and then it like hit me. And then uh and then we ate, I believe, <laughs> I think. And uh and he was like across the bar you know that bar's like a U shape, you know? Uh-huh. And and we were like across the bar and he was standing over there and uh he was, Now I remember I, I remember was now the bar and I was like I was like Ugh! <laughs> and then yelled out for the and you're like, dude, you're really loud. Now I remember, and, and I told you I could feel the buzzing in the back of yep, my head. Yep, now I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I remember because we, we were talking to Daniel because th- what he was doing at the time was agonizing over this 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 one at the time chick. Oh, you mean like since we've known him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom, roasted, buddy. And roasted. that's your challenge to come on this show because we'll continue to roast you on this show until you come on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheers, and I'm sorry. No, that other story would have been better. I was, it would have, but I was I'm so preparing, sorry. prepping it mentally in my mind, and I believe it would have been. I, good. I had, I was going to a good place with it. I was going to set up characters and location. <laughs> like it's still very vivid, vivid maybe, in my memory. Maybe, maybe when I'm older, okay. or after I've right. told my wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, <sighs> yeah, when you as soon as you said the extended stay. That I, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 not that one. <laughs> now you have to explain one's... to people what thing you did in the extended stay you don't want the public knowing about. Well, it wasn't <sighs> gay sex. We'll put it that way. No, it wasn't. No. Uh, it wasn't sexual at all. I've never had it gay was, sex in an extended stay. It was the complete opposite of sexual. Yeah. I've never had gay sex in an extended stay. Yeah. Plenty of other places. Yeah. But never in an extended stay. Although stay. I did end up with bodily fluids all over my hands, but we'll <laughs> just leave it at that. It's not, uh, <sighs> Yeah. All right, then. Uh, so long, everybody out there in audio land. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.